I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. A very dear friend of mine, Helen, who's now really like family to me, um, she she's really adopted me as, as if I were her daughter, but she initially was my therapist for over 20 years. And she once told me to find the magic in the moments. So today I'm talking about what that means to me and how I have found magic in moments of my life. I think developing this skill uh, really requires practice on a regular basis. And that's super important because it's really a key to achieving balance and well-being in our lives. And I do think it takes practice because our brains have, if you've ever heard about this, a negativity bias. And it does take effort to hone in on the positive things in our life and to be able to find the magic. But when we're able to be present and mindful in the moment, we really can see all the wonder that's around us, regardless of what's going on in our lives. This is also when we're able to connect with ourselves and our loved ones and the world around us in a much deeper and more meaningful way. And this is also when I think it's easier to see the world as for me instead of against me and to be open to change and to be willing to take risks and risks, you know, in whatever way that may mean for you so that you can live the life you really want to live. So I'm going to share with you a few examples from my life where I have found the magic. Just a few weeks ago, my husband Don and I, we were scrolling through a slideshow of memories on my phone that popped up. I have an iPhone and you may know or have one too where, and you've seen how the iPhone's photo album will create slideshows for you randomly each day with different themes. Well, I don't always view them, but this one was all photos of our prior dog, Heidi, who was a Papillon, and she passed away in 2019. Papillon is the name of, of her breed, and it means butterfly in French. And that's the name of the breed because of their beautiful ears that look like butterfly wings. So while we're watching this sweet slideshow, our current dog, also named Heidi, there's a whole side story about the name I'll share with you in a minute. Well, our current dog, Heidi, she suddenly grabbed her butterfly toy from a huge pile of toys. Now, a key thing to know here is that she has some favorite toys, and it had been nearly a year since she had 
picked out and played with this specific toy, this butterfly. So the fact that she grabbed that one right then was extremely serendipitous and magical. It was as if she sensed like the significance of the moment and wanted to join us in the nostalgia and the memories of her sweet older sister. It even became her new favorite toy for the rest of that day and actually for the rest of the week. It was really beautiful and one of those reminders of the magic that can be found in the moment. If you take a moment to pause and notice. So, oh, I mentioned, I tell you about the name, Heidi. So my husband was very close with his grandmother and she had dachshunds when she was growing up. Over his childhood, that grandma had three different dachshunds that she named Heidi. And then another dachshund, I think at one point she had two together and it was Honey and Heidi. But she had three Heidis over uh, his childhood. And the dogs were such a big part of her life that Don and his brother even referred to her as Grandma Heidi, even though Heidi was not his grandma's name. It was the name of her dogs. (laughs) But that's how much she loved the dogs that it kind of became associated with her. And that's how they referred to her when they were young. So, and then it carried on, you know, it became a nickname, basically, I guess it's how they referred to her, Grandma Heidi. So when we got our first dog together in 2002, it was a super easy decision to name her Heidi. And when she passed in 2019, she made it to 17 years old. It was really, really amazing. And she was a lovely, very sweet, loving dog. And beautiful, too. Beautiful coloring. And um, I have a picture I painted of her. If you go to my blog on my website, cherishyourlife.com forward slash blog. Um, and I think it's forward slash life lessons from drawing and painting. And there might be hyphens in between the word. But if you go to um, the, the blog page and you type in the search of uh, animals or or art or painting, I can't remember. Um, You can see I painted a picture of her. It'll show a photo of her and a picture I painted of her um, the year, uh, you know, with I think about a month after she passed away. Um, And so when she passed in 2019, we were thinking of names for a new puppy. We thought, well, why not have another Heidi in the family? Because especially since it's now such a meaningful name for both both of us now. I mean, it was already meaningful for him, but now I've had a personal experience with a Heidi. And so we named the dog we have now, who's now three and a half, Heidi. And she's in multiple pictures you've probably seen with me. And well, if you're listening to this podcast, she's on the cover art. So there you go. So I've always had a deep love for dogs and really all animals. Owls are another particular animal that hold a special meaning for me. After my mom passed away, I felt a definite connection to these beautiful birds. It was like they were a symbol of her newfound freedom into another realm. She had always loved birds, especially all animals, but definitely had a connection with birds. And There was one moment when she was in hospice too, when I walked into her room and she said, I had a 
strange dream last night. Maybe you can help me make sense of it. She said, I had a dream that I finished my owl. And I, I didn't know, but um, I talked about it with a friend of mine and who's very much follows the Native American beliefs and was talking about how they associate owls with death and moving on. And so um, that was something that I definitely associated with her birds in general and then and owls too. So the year after she died, my husband and I moved into a home that's surrounded by beautiful, it's the home we live in now, beautiful natural habitat. We've got oak trees and all kinds of wildlife. And we put up multiple bird boxes and bird baths and a large water trough and even put up a trail camera to capture photos and videos of all the wildlife. I Side note, I have a plan to start regularly posting some of the neat clips of those videos soon. So follow me if you aren't already on social media. I'm at Cherish Your Life all over all the socials. Um, And so then you can see those and some other things that I post. So for a few years in this new home, we only heard the, we we got many birds and, and smaller birds that would nest in the smaller bird boxes, but our screech owl box that we got remained empty. We did hear the beautiful soft sounds of western screech owls and great horned owls off in the distance, but nobody came to nest in our box for a few years. And just for the record, western screech owls are wrongly named. (laughs) They got a bad rap with their name. They do not screech at all. They have a beautiful trill noise they make. So you should check it out online. Um, actually, I have a page on my website uh, since an owl is in my logo. It's cherishyourlife.com forward slash owl guide you, O-W-L dash G-U-I-D-E dash Y-O-U. And I have pictures of owls that um, I've took in the, of what I'm about to sh- tell you about, plus Uh, some of the trail camera shots we've gotten of owls. And there's a link to go listen to what a screech owl sounds like because it's a really neat noise. So anyway, a few years had gone by. And then one evening, it happened to be Mother's Day, I felt a sudden urge to go to the window and look at the box. Don and I remember this was a really odd behavior that night by me. This was not a normal thing. It was getting dark, and I was on my way to the kitchen with my dinner plate ready to go clean the dishes, and I suddenly set it on the counter and then, like, distinctly turned to go toward the window that overlooked the owl box. I felt this really strong pull to go look at it, which was odd because this just wasn't a normal daily habit to go look out that window down at the box. I would look there occasionally, but this was just kind of a strange time, a strange thing. And I just remember setting the plate down and turning almost as if, I don't want to say like I was being controlled. That sound, that's not the right words, but it just felt like uh, guided. I was being guided, like set the plate down, turn, go this way, go look at the owl box. It was just really this very strong guidance I felt inside me. And 
Lo and behold, there was a stunning owl with huge yellow eyes just staring up at me. I realized it was Mother's Day, and as you can imagine, I felt a really strong connection and love for my mother, especially in in that moment, on that day, right at that time. And over the course of that spring, we got to watch this mother owl raise two adorable babies. Oh my gosh. And like I said, there's some pictures of these babies on that page, cherishyourlife.com forward slash owl. If you, actually, just at the top of my website, there's the link for I'll Guide You, and then you can see that if you want. This was this moment of seeing that owl looking up at me the first owl in our owl box that we'd ever seen on Mother's Day evening was seriously profound moment. And it was one of the most magical moments of my life. So, but, you know, not all moments are quite that magical when you, but they can still have a lot of wonderful magic in them. So when I was thinking about other moments that do have a type of magic in them. I was uh, thinking about something connected to fun memories of my childhood, especially growing up in the 80s. And I have a feeling that many of you will have memories of the 80s. Um, So what happened was that this was about a year ago, and my husband and I were at home and he was playing some movie trailers on TV for upcoming movie releases. I was getting something from our pantry and I could not see the television screen. But as I walked into the pantry, I heard one familiar musical note, just one, literally one musical note. And without hesitation, I shouted out, Top Gun! (laughs) My husband was surprised, shocked really, and amused that I could identify the movie from just the one note. I am really notorious for not being able to remember movie name titles or um, song titles or <laughs> I just I just don't put a lot of energy into retaining that information. So the fact that I identified the movie with one note was kind of shocking for both of us. And as you probably know, Top Gun was a movie from the 80s, which was our childhood. And Hearing that note immediately brought back awesome memories, you know, from Tom Cruise and his aviator glasses to me and my big hair. (laughs) It was a totally nostalgic, special moment and um, kind of humorous too, of course, since uh, it really kind of cracked up Dawn that I had known what the movie was. So there's this magic that showed up in that one simple sound that evoked such powerful emotions and memories in me and really then sparked a connection and and some fun conversation between us. I watched that that movie Maverick, which this trailer was for, uh, the sequel to the original Top Gun, just, uh, just recently, again, for a second time. I saw it earlier this year, and then I saw it for a second time while visiting my dad last weekend. If you haven't seen that movie, I just need to tell you, definitely go see it or rent it or whatever. I highly recommend it. 
And another fun um, connection with this kind of thing is, do you remember Blockbuster? Like just last night, Don and I were talking about how our date nights in college usually included a trip to Blockbuster. We'd have to go there and go rent, you know, pick out, hope that the movie we wanted to see was there. And if it wasn't, because you couldn't call ahead, you couldn't look online, you you know, olden days, we had to go to the store and go check out the new releases and see if it's there. All these empty boxes, sometimes you're bummed when there was when it wasn't available. Then you try to decide, okay, are there any other new releases that we want to see? Uh, or are we going to go to some oldie movie? And then, uh, you know, he'd get his red vines and we'd see if there's any other snacks we'd wanted. And then we'd go back to, um, he lived in the uh, fraternity. So we'd uh, go back to uh, my apartment and um, and pop in the movie. Or then when we were living together my senior year, um, we had our first, our first home together cute little apartment when we went to school at University of Puget Sound in in Tacoma, Washington. But those, that was even a magical moment just yesterday with this memory that was sparked about the fact that we would go to Blockbuster to rent movies and what that was like. And that was part of date night. And it was fun to remember that because that's not part of our lives anymore. And kids wouldn't even know what we were talking about. Okay, so what about more seemingly day-to-day moments? More kind of like what I just mentioned, too. There's magic to be found in all sorts of things in our lives. I was thinking about a couple other things that are regular events in my life, and yet they have sparks of magic in them. And I really take moments to recognize that. So here's one example. Whenever I step into our hot tub, I relish in the first few seconds when I feel that hot water. For me, that is a luxurious, magical moment. And I literally try to embrace it every single time I step into that tub. And while I'm thinking about water, Let's jump over to the other side of the temperature spectrum for water. When I'm really thirsty, I love to feel that cool, not super cold, but just cool water going down my throat. And in fact, I love to leave out, put, make sure I have a glass of water sitting out on the counter at night, especially this time of year when it's getting colder at night, because it's just the right cool temperature in the morning when I wake up just because of the how the temperature of the house gets at night and to have that first thing in the morning. And I really take a moment and notice that water filling up my throat and making its way down to my stomach. Like I can just feel it all the way inside that tube. To me, that, it, it may sound silly, but that is another magical moment that honestly makes me happy to be alive. And like, I, I love that feeling. And it's such a simple thing. Um, You may think it's sort of a mundane moment, but it is something that I have come to really 
notice and treasure. So what if you could find the magic in even the most mundane moments? And the not so mundane, but the things that you may overlook if you aren't paying attention, if you aren't slowing down to take a moment to notice the moment. And I know that finding the magic is not always easy. We live in a world that is filled with distractions and all kinds of stress, and it can be really challenging to quiet our minds. And you may feel overwhelmed by your mile-long to-do list, or maybe you're really consumed by something that's worrying you right now. Yet developing this skill, think of it as taking time to develop your magical moment, like almost like a muscle, your magical moment muscle. (laughs) I really believe that this is a crucial part of achieving balance and well-being in your life. And it can help you appreciate more in your day-to-day life and be able to find more beauty and more wonder all around you. And the more that you can see all of that, the more you will be present to make better decisions, better choices in your life that will continue to evolve your life more toward the life you are dreaming about. And I just really feel it is worth the effort to practice this. And I, like I said, I know it's not always easy to build this muscle, but I can help you make it stronger. And if you haven't already watched my free training video, go to cherisyourlife.com forward slash free training to get that. And if you have already watched that training, then go sign up to be on the wait list for my Busy to Balance program. I have plans to open the doors for that again soon. So you can go to cherisyourlife.com forward slash balance to get on the list and be the first to know when those doors open up again. My closing quote for today is by Tony Robbins. Understanding how to find the magic moments in your daily life is critical. If you subscribe to the philosophy that says, my vacation will free me from burnout, then you're waiting for a few days out of the year to make up for many days of stress. Instead, you have to be able to take mini vacations on a daily basis. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cherish Your Life, and my website is cherishyourlife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyelgis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. Podcast.